Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Butcher and welcome to the following on podcast here at Supersport Park. I've got Darren Goff with me. Well, that's been a pulsating day's test cricket, if ever you've seen one. Well, I love test cricket. What a fantastic two days. The people that have turned out at Supersport Park to watch some fantastic cricket. We've seen some average cricket at times, let's be honest about it. But today, what a day of cricket. Some gutsy batting from England at times, from Joe Denley and Ben Stokes. Some excellent fast bowling from Rabada and Philander especially. And then England have come back strong in that last session. I thought England bowled really, really well there. Questioned some of the tactics, the last few overs of the game. Yeah, found that a little extraordinary. When you've seen all the movement, the up and down stuff, all the catches being taken behind the stumps, bowls, LBWs, and England in the end with no slips, bowling short balls. Yeah, they went bodyline. I think they got slightly carried away. They got um, Fafta Plessy out with one win. She just tried to help around the corner for a one uh, with an extra pace of Joffre Archie. Managed to go all the way down to find leg to Sam Curran's hands. And I think then we got a little bit carried away. When the ball has been seaming around, we've seen movement the whole game and most of the wickets have fell caught in the slip cordon or to a record-breaking wicketkeeper who's caught so many catches in this yeah, game. Six for Quentin And then we went bodyline. Yeah, um, so the uh, state of play is that South Africa are 175 runs ahead. England were dismissed for 181. Let's let's go back to their batting, Goffey. Um, it all looked pretty good with uh, Stokes and Denley going along, 142 for three. Then the dreaded collapse happened again. 39 runs, seven wickets, and England give away a lead of 103. What do you make of that? Well, we've seen it before, haven't we? Uh, um, once or twice. <laughs> I mean, you've got to remember South Africa at 111 for five. Uh, we looked in the box seat on day one. But if we're just going on today's performance, at one point, everything was going rosy. England got into a good position. Joe Denley had a life on note, but I thought he played excellently. He showed great guts, guts and determination alongside uh, Joe Root to start with. They put on an excellent partnership, didn't they, at 55, and accelerated after lunch, and it looked like South Africa just lost their discipline. But then they came back so strong, and once that uh, wicket, Joe Root, to a poor shot, really, he'll be the first one to admit it, 
Um, he went downhill from there. Stokes and Denley had a bit of a resurgence, didn't he? Stokes was excellent, by the way, uh, for the time he was at the crease. Really attacked the spin of Maharaj. But then the collapse happened, Butch, as yeah, you said. 35 for Ben Stokes, a, a clean 50 for Joe Denley. He was removed by uh, Dwayne Pretorius, his first wicket in Test match cricket. Blameless, really. The ball nipped back, took the inside edge, went through to Quentin de Kock from one of his six dismissals. Then Ben Stokes had a real flash at a wide one from uh, Nokia. Uh, and from there on in, you, we, we felt up in the box that England were going to be in trouble from there. Those two set batsmen out, and so it proved. As I said, 7 for 39. Um, you give away a lead of 100 on a deck like this, it's going to take, it's going to take another miracle, isn't it? It's going to take another Ben Stokes Headingley miracle. If England give away, say, 2 230, 250, someone is going to have to play the knock of a lifetime well, to chase it down. Well, they are doing, because normally what happens in a game, doesn't it, Butch? Uh, we played a lot of cricket, is, but the do scores do normally get lower. Uh, it's going to be very difficult. They've still got an outside chance, I think, realistically. I think I said uh, on air, uh, they need to dismiss South Africa between 100 and 120, um, if you ask me. Just my personal opinion on uh, to have a chance in this game. They still can. I think at times today, it looked like it. I mean, they bowled excellently. Broad and Anderson set off beautifully. Archie got an early wicket. He then stepped up the plate, uh, stepped up to the plate pace-wise when he got up for six off after Plessis. He got the uh, got the reward, got his second wicket, but he carried on with a body line through, which uh, was quite surprising. But um, uh, England is still in it, but just. Steve Harmson has uh, joined me. Steve, what did you what did you make of the day overall? What did you make of England's batting? Start there. I think England's batting was uh, probably that's the same as it has been over the course of the last 12, 18 months. You know, players getting in and getting out, giving their wicket away. I wouldn't say not valuing their wicket because that that would that would you know put assumptions on something else. You know, and that's not what I'm trying to say. Is I just think people don't players sometimes don't grasp that they seize the moment and the moment in the game where I might have to sit in here. I might have to wait. Just get over this little bit of pressure because it'll get easier as it goes on. And I think that was you know, that was symptomatic of England being 142 for three. And being and being bowled out for what they did, but for me, the last over, the last over there by Ben Stokes, just typifies this game of cricket from an England point of view. He hasn't bowled any any balls in this uh, any balls in this Test match so far. We've gone bouncer, bouncer, bouncer from Archer, and we now got into the last over and bowled bouncers when De Cox took six catches. In South Africa, I've had two bowl, bowl at the stumps, and we didn't do that. And that, for me, was the it just it just baffled me. Yeah, absolutely, I couldn't dis disagree with any of that. Um, oh, Joe Denley has uh, has just popped in to join us. England's top scorer, Joe, uh, very well played. It looked unbelievably tough out there. Vernon Philander, he bowled five consecutive. Did you face all of the five consecutive maidens, or did you manage to nick away for uh, for a couple of deliveries? <laughs> no, I faced quite a bit of him actually. Um, yeah, he's pretty good, isn't it? He uh, lands it on the spot more often than not. Um, to be fair, the way Rabada was bowling with that new ball, I was quite happy sitting up for Landers in. <laughs> yeah, well, that makes sense. He, he did bowl extremely quickly. Um, you, you and uh, Ben Stokes had a, a nice partnership going after uh, the lunch break where it looked as though things had quietened down a little bit. There wasn't quite so much uh, variable bounce or seam movement. Um, and then you got, a, you got a decent one from Pretorius and things fell apart from there. Yeah, we were just starting to get something going there, me, myself and Ben. And, um, you know, I think that's just highlights test cricket is... It's a game of small margins, and um, you know, when you lose a, a wicket like that, it, it can happen. You can you can lose a few consecutively, and um, unfortunately, that happened to us today. Did you at any point feel as though you were really in out there? I mean, you did, as I said, as you as you moved from sort of 
the late 20s up to 50, you, you'd looked absolutely in control. Was it always in the back of your mind that you might have one with your name on it? Um, I felt pretty good out there, to be fair. I think certainly starting your innings is is tricky, uh, very tough. Um, but I think once you get through that first 15, 20 balls and, and that new ball wears off, it, it does become easier. I think that's what we used to see with you, Joe. You normally go in, you're busy at the crease, you're looking to score, aren't you, when you first get to the crease. But today, what was it, 27 balls for you to get off the mark? You had a little bit of a life. It was a difficult chance purely because the keeper dived across. But you had to play a different innings today and you showed some serious guts and determination. Yeah, it was it was tough. Um, they bowled exceptionally well with that new ball. Um, two world-class bowlers, that is for sure. And they make you work hard for every single run. Um, and like you say, yeah, had a bit, of, little bit of luck. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, I wasn't able to go on and get that big score. Talk to us about how many you think it, it is going to be possible to chase down on the on this on this pitch, up and down, bit of sideways movement. Um, I'm thinking probably no more than 220. What what are you guys thinking? <laughs> I don't know, I haven't put a figure on it yet. I don't, I don't think there's, there's too many demons in it at the minute. Obviously, the, the bounce takes a bit, get, bit of getting used to. Um, but I think if we can get through that, that new ball period with Philander and Rabada um, relatively unscathed, um, yeah, I, I don't know, anything under 300, I, I would back us uh, to, to go and chase. Was there, a, was there a noticeable drop off then in terms of the quality when the, the, the change bowlers Pretorius and Nokia came on? Uh, I just felt that there was a more um, opportunity to score. Um, you know, Nokia is bowls with good pace, but um, there, it presents an opportunity to score score runs. And um, Pretorius, obviously, not hasn't got quite got the pace of the other bowlers. Uh, and again, felt like I could score pretty freely uh, against them. And it was definitely a plan to go after the spinner as soon as he got in. It was almost relief, wasn't it? Spinner came on. He's a good spinner, but you, you yourself and Ben Stoss looked to attack him at spells. Yeah, I, I think um, when you have a, a, a seam attack like that, and when the spinner comes on, it's, it's important to try and be as busy as you can against them and um, you know put him under pressure uh, and make those seamers come back for more and more spells. And finally from me, on the bowling, uh, that was pleasing to watch England bowl uh, this evening. I thought the ball really well. Anderson and Broad up top, the intensity, the pressure they built, and then Archer followed, and we saw what we saw from Archer last year was serious pace. Yeah, yeah that was exciting, wasn't it, I think. One thing about this Boland attack, there's um, there's always a lot of fight in them. Um, uh, obviously, not the ideal batting performance, but one thing's for sure: we'll be coming in hard tomorrow with our bowlers uh, and uh, giving it our best shot. Last one from me, then. A lot of short balls bowled in that uh, in that final half an hour or so. Uh, was there anything in the back of your mind as a batsman? You're thinking, well, it was pretty tough around about off stump. Maybe we should be sitting in there for a bit longer. You, you can say, no one's listening. <laughs> um, Oh, yeah, I think look, it's important to be aggressive, that is for sure. Um, you know, certainly with that, the night watchman coming in. But, uh, and Van der Dussen as well. He looked like he wanted to take it on uh, to begin with and then went into his show a bit. So um, you know, hopefully we can um, come hard at him tomorrow again. Um, but like you say, hopefully we can challenge him around off stump as well. OK, great stuff. Nicely played. Fifth uh, text, test match half century for Joe Denley. Um, what did you make of that? He was, he was fairly honest. At that. I think perhaps there was a, a slight, um, a slight smirk on his face when I asked him the question about the tactics in the last half hour. Well, I think in your in your rights to ask him that. I thought it was excellent from England the bowling performance actually um, after tea, but it was it was kind of strange the last uh, two or three overs. I think we got slightly carried away. Um, no slips in on a pitch where if you only have, how many times have we sit on air? But most of the wickets have fell. You can always tell there's something in it when most of the wickets have fell caught behind the wicket. 
and it was a strange tactic, but uh, that's the way they went tonight. Tomorrow, I think they'll be back on target. Anderson and uh, Broad will probably start off the morning. They know they need early wickets. They know they need to dismiss them pretty quickly in that first hour to have any chance of winning the game. So it's a big one. But one thing I think we've got to talk about tonight was uh, how the day ended with Joffre Archer bowling two beamers. That was a weird one, wasn't it? Well, for me, Goffey, I, I, was on, I was on commentary at the time and he's bowled the second one and it's clearly obvious. Were they, were they knuckle balls or something? They were both knuckle balls. So the first one the first one was obviously a lot higher than the second one. The second one was probably borderline. But what, what I've looked at it and take out of this, he's been warned once. So you look at it front on, see the replay again and you think, ooh, that's borderline. Let's see it from side on. The side on camera shows that it is borderline. But what it does show is the square leg umpire in, in position and he straight away gives a no ball puts his arm out. Now I never for one, never once seen when they went up to each other, because it was the last ball of the over, they didn't give the cross of the arms to take the no ball back, to cancel the no ball. So for me, the no ball was given, but when the two umpires got together, they bottled it, because Joffre Archer's now out of the test match, if that was the case. And you just camera straight to Fatih Plessis, and I walked by Mark Boucher, and he had fierce like thunder. And Boucher's always good for a, you know, a shake hand and say hello. He was fierce like thunder, and he had just been in with the third umpire. I just walked past as Root and Archer were coming out of the room, and obviously Root and uh, it looked like Archer had had a bit of a telling off for his reaction to uh, Paul Rifle with his putting his arm up for the no ball. So it looks like it has been taken back, but uh, there's been a wrap over the knuckles for Archer, I would think. I mean, again, sort of interesting that England will revert to, to knuckleballs and the short ball and stuff on a pitch that we've seen do quite so much. But hey, uh, that's the game. Gareth, just lastly from you then, just to wrap things up for us. Um, England, are, they're massively up against it, as much as they will be positive about their chances in this Test match. We've seen 15 wickets fall today. You can't see the conditions getting easier. What's the number you put in it that's realistic to chase down out here at some point tomorrow or well if it gets into the fourth day then I'm afraid it's definitely done and dusted go on yeah I, I, do you know what I, I really do fancy us for 220 225 I, I think you just need somebody to have a real day out and they go like the cock did in the first innings for South Africa play some shots chance their arm a little bit of the rub of the green goes their way and we have a good few players who can play in that manner you just need them to go out there and grab the game by the scruff of the neck because such a small chase means you're never really out of it yeah all it takes is uh, for one man to be a hero and uh, well England have got one of those in their lineup haven't they listen that's all from uh, the follow on podcast here we've had another cracking day here at Supersport Park in Centurion the weather's been great the uh, the fans have been royally entertained we've had 15 wickets today there's uh, sure to be more tomorrow make sure you do not miss a single thing on TalkSport 2 Brought in again, Bowles beats Philander outside the off stump and he's edged it. And South Africa have made 284. The way that we get the pressure off us today is by batting really well and, and, and getting up and past South Africa. First delivery from the Henots River end, Rapada in. Oh, and he's edged it! And a wicket with the first delivery of both innings. Rory Burns has reviewed it. Not out. Philander, oh, that's a ripper. It's full, it's... Forced Rory Bourne's into playing, he's nicked it through to the keeper, it bounced as well, and uh, there's no review this time. Sometimes Butch is a batsman, you just have to doff the cap and see it, that was a good ball. Rivada in, it's, oh, it's, what a delivery, the bounce, simply just scratches his guard. Here is uh, Rivada once again. Edged! Full short, oh he dropped it, did carry. Kier is in again, and that's been timed to absolute perfection. 
by Joe Denley. That's the first run off the bat from this end uh, in this innings. Full, and that has been punched through mid-on. That is another shot of the highest quality from Joe Denley. One for 22 for Rabada, who's in to Joe Root. Joe Root has played a magnificent square drive off the back foot. Cool, that was almost like Robin Smith back in the day to that great West Indian attack. Falana goes in. Oh, he's nicked off Joe Root. This is a typical Joe Root dismissal. Stokes goes big against Maharaj, down on one knee, slog sweep towards the swimming pool. Stokes goes again, same shot, same result. Beautiful off-drive, cover-drive type thing from Joe Denley to match the coat of many colours around the ground. That in itself, perfectly put together as Denley goes to 50. Denley forward again, he's beaten, there's a huge shout. Denley is unmoved. Duplessis and De Kock are absolutely adamant that this is out. Straight away did Duplessis go to the third umpire. Oh, he's nicked it. He's got a feather on it. In again. Oh, and he's bowled him. It's been a bit of a problem for Bairstow recently. He's made just the one, and Norky has got through his defences. Norky comes in and it's an edge through to the keeper, and he is furious with himself. Ben Stokes. Well, England in a real spot of bother now. Deary, deary me, England staring down the barrel. No run off this over yet, but there is now, and that is the first boundary conceded. <laughs> what that a shot that is, guy! It, it Get the flags up. Wonderful shot, wasn't it? Just order the Verve Cleco, lads. We've seen a four off Philander. Cameraman's just stood right in front of us, so we can't see the cricket. You all right, mate? You got a good view there? Yeah. In comes Rabada again, and it's cut away. It's a wicket. It's brilliantly taken. It is brilliantly taken at short leg, and Curran has got to go. Wow, that catch. Is that a game-changing catch? Philander in. It's taken the outside edge of Joss Butler as diving Quentin de Kock. He dives right in front of the man at first slip and takes the catch. Oh, this is an absolute seed of doom. 78 miles an hour, and it's like Michael Oldin was balling that with an extra bounce. In he goes. It is short. And and he's gone. Stuart Broad's stay is a short one once again. Oh, he's knocked him over. It's full of length. It's quite brilliant from Philander. Now that's what I call bowling. England all out for 181. Say Anderson had to be the man here. He's in to Markram. Hits him on the pad. There's a huge shout and the finger goes up. Oh, England have uh, made the breakthrough. This is exactly what they need, Stuart Broad is into the right-hander, it's down the leg side, they think he's got a glove, it has got a glove, would you believe it? Archer is in, oh, that's an absolute beauty, and he's nicked off Dean Elgar, he's taken the glove. That is more like the sort of venomous delivery that we're wanting from Joffre Archer, 29 for three now. Joffre Archer in again, another short one, another paddle, pull shot down towards long leg, and it's caught by Sam Curran. Unbelievable there yeah, from Faf de Plessis. Stokes comes in for the final ball of the day, and it's played comfortably down to short leg, and there'll be no run. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. 
if you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 